Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. It's Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Test of Time. Love, passion, and hustle in the restaurant business. In episode number 34. 34. Excellent. Yeah. It's 2024. Sure is. It's uh, the first month of 2024, so January, which is almost over, which is kind of crazy to think that, um, you know, four weeks ago we were ringing in the new year and now we're going into a new month in in a couple days. So yeah, kind of crazy. Let's talk about the new year. Sure. New year, new things, new challenges, new goals. What's going on in the restaurant? Our in restaurant. Our, restaurant. our restaurant. So we own a restaurant in upstate New York, about an hour and a half north of New York City, in a small little quaint town of Ellenville. And um, we have been here 20 years. And so we have seen a lot. I, I don't want to say we've seen everything, but we have definitely seen a lot in the restaurant business. And I have to say, going into 2024, I felt like this was one of our most challenging years in terms of staffing. It is. Um, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what the answer answer is. But you know, I I don't even know if I've told you this, but I feel that there is no checking through the Department of Labor if people are actually applying for jobs, looking for jobs, things like that. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. I wonder if the... I wonder if the like unemployment. unemployment. Yeah. So I know like when I was unemployed once. Right. To get unemployment, I had to prove prove that I was doing two job searches a week and that I could verify and sign off and report to that. I wonder how that works these days in the digital age. This is the 90s. Right. So, I mean, we never, I mean, maybe some of these interviews that we're getting are coming in because they have to come in for an interview. Maybe. But I would think that you'd need to get signed off on it. Um, like that you came in for an interview. I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's great, and maybe it's our area, but you know, a lot of people moved up here from New York City. So you'd think that there would be a little bit more, yeah, you know, more, more people looking for jobs, more qualified people. I think what's happened in our area is more people moved up here with a lot of money, New York City money. Yeah, you're probably right. And they pushed out, they drove up, they drove up the housing prices. And they houses, rent prices house, astronomical. Housing prices, yeah. You can't get an apartment. So the 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 like somebody who's like a line cook or a server who makes, you know, 45, 50,000 a year, they're priced out of the market and they can't afford an apartment here anymore. I think I think is really was part, and the part, people part that of- are moving up here are not looking for those types of jobs. They're not looking for those types of jobs, right? No. Because they're working from home or they've yes. started their own businesses and they're they remotely, right? Or they go into the office. We have friends here who drive in New York City two days a week, work in an office, and stay yeah. up here and work remotely the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they'll spend two nights in the city and then come up here and spend them. Right. So it all varies, and that's been happening for years. But for the first time, like. In many, many, many years. First of all, I mentioned this in other episodes. I'm cooking more than I ever have. Yes. Uh, when we first opened. Well, now you're this. cooking more, even more than you ever have. It's fun though, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm it's it's so it's, it's twofold. I really enjoy the cooking. I enjoy being creative. I enjoy doing all those dishes. Mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy all that, and I know the kitchen is in top shape with me standing there cooking. The downside is I have to stand there and cook. 
But you are there. I'm there. You're there. I'm with other people. And I think you were a little withdraw withdrawn for a little bit of time from the kitchen. I was. And so it's nice to see you in there. But I would agree. It's hard for us to do anything. Like to go, you know, we our son plays D1 baseball. Like we're not even sure how many games we're going to get no. to this spring, you know. And it's his senior year. So it's like you want to get to all this stuff and you want to, to do it. But you don't have the staff there to back you up so that you can Enough do those capable things. bodies yeah. to, do, to do it. Yeah. Um, and we've shortened the menu down. We've made it easier. Um, I mean, we have trips coming where we're going to Sicily. And, you know, I mean, I posted a TikTok video because we were recently away in Punta Cana. It's not like we, we're not taking a little time off. We can. Right. With with super proper proper planning but it's right. not like it used to be where i would jump into the kitchen when they were super busy you know you've always told our staff that at any given moment you want to be able to say i'm not going to be here tonight right 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 and right. be prepared be ready and i'm not going to be here right. like the, when jim and shannon were here mm -hmm. during covid mm -hmm. and they came in with their motor home and they looked at us and said they came from the west coast and they were here a, a week and they said we're going to Go to Maine. Why don't you go with us? And, and we were we like, looked at each other and said, okay, okay. let's and go. And we hopped in their motorhome and we went. But it, it's just, it. I'm not really sure what the answer is. Um, and we, we don't have that flexibility. We don't have that flexibility now to, to jump out and go. I mean, and the same with me behind the bar. I mean, I'm teaching people behind the bar. I'm teaching them how to bartend. Um, it, you don't really get. I don't really have as many qualified people to make drinks right. as as I used to have. As you used to, as you used and to. I, I there some are drinks. people. There are people that I can call to come in and and pick up that position um, when I need them. One of the challenges is of our slowest three months of the year right now. Right, January, February, March are right. our three slowest months. So we even run a skeleton staff during this time. Right, which is one of the down another downfall. Um, of what of where we are what we do and other restaurants are facing a similar situation and other restaurants don't have but a lot of restaurants are closing they are you know you're hearing let uh independent restaurants closing left and we right hear left and right every day so you know i also think the dumbing down of our society has happened from these big corporations that are just opening packages and they have cooks in there right right and they have people who are warming things up and heating them, and off they go. We have, line, we have line cooks coming in that are want twenty dollars, twenty dollars an hour, that just have open boxes of food. They exactly. open boxes, they drop it in a fryer. Everything from chicken cordon bleu to French fries. But we don't do that, and, and, and we don't do that. Maybe we're a dying breed. Our type of restaurant, in terms of, you know, so local, independent coming up with new things. I mean, maybe that's the problem. There's not many of us, so. Part of the dumbing down of everybody is people's palates are dumbing down too. Mm -hmm. Another chef here in the Hudson and Valley. They're in a hurry, and they're in a hurry too. People are in a hurry to eat, right? They're in a they're hurry. In a hurry they want to be in and out because they have so many things going on in their lives and they don't want to sit for two hours. Right. And I'm not saying that that's everybody, and I'm not saying that's all the time for everybody, but for the majority of the time, that's not what Give they're looking for. So a local chef last week posted in one of the one of the restaurant groups here in the hudson valley like he goes i'm not i'm not saying i'm not i'm not trying to be mean or anything but he goes i'm trying to say here so many people of you think 
this crap food is good. Things that are coming out of boxes and containers. All of you are raving on this site about restaurants that are using pre-made pre food, pre-made pre food, right? Pre-made food. And this is what you think food is. And that's not what food is, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, you know, I'm listening to a lot of books right now. Um, I'm just finished the Eric Rapay book from Le Bernardin. I'm listening to Jean George's book. And it's bringing me back to my younger days as a chef, working for chefs that were very demanding, working for chefs that expected perfection, working for, you know, the Greenbrier, the Broadmoor, working at La Tante Clara, Michelin three-star, just the food but they and level. put up with some of the things that you have to put up with nowadays with your staff. Right. Right. Like they just wouldn't put up with the excuses. Like you don't show up for work. They're going to hire somebody they else right behind you. So I haven't had the excuse of from, from an employee why they can't come to work because their car's overheating in many years, mm -hmm. many years. I didn't even know cars still overheated. <laughs> well, last week alone, two. two, two, two separate employees, one employee that was leaving that gave notice and a new employee that was coming in to um to work his first night his interview night two separate employees cars overheating in 20 degree weather outside 10 degree weather outside their cars are overheating i i i it's I, just hard to so, believe it's right hard it's to hard believe. to believe the stories sometimes it's hard to believe that that is possible these days or that that's what's happening i i tell all my employees i said listen I've heard so many excuses <laughs> this week alone. I've heard so many excuses that I'm immune to it all. And I'm sure you're going to come up with a legitimate excuse of why you need to, to miss work. And I'm just going to apologize now because I'm immune to it all. And I look at everything like grain of salt. And I'm like, yeah, another story, another story, another story. So I've seen employees that have come in and just do nothing but lie through their teeth. And the staff members are like, this person's a liar. This person's a liar. I mean, I think they think we're dumb as bosses and that we just fall for it because we have no choice. And they are kind of right right now because there aren't as many choices out there in the work pool um, banging down our door like they used to be. And Indeed. to get a really good employee can be far and in, in between. I don't want to say very hard, but it can be far and in between to get that one staff member that's really good. Right, that's really good. You have to hire five, five to, to keep one. one. Yeah, and that's typically what we do. We hire over hire. I learned that at the Greenbrier, they would hire another fifty cooks every year, and they were lucky if fifteen or twenty Saved. cooks was lasting at the end of the summer. Very demanding job in the kitchen there. And um, there's something I was going to say about uh, oh, Indeed, we place ads on Indeed. And we get tons of applicants, but you put in there, need cooking experience, this, 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 and you're applying for a line chef job. You're applying for a sous chef job to help run a kitchen. I don't even think these people know what those jobs are anymore. They don't. They have they no, have idea. no they idea. They just know they're applying for a kitchen job. Yep. And I put in there, you know, this, this, and this. I put it, what, be responsible for cooking this, cooking meats, cooking fish. And they, all oh, you have people that are applying that. That, that that work at delis and work the cash register. Oh, I have cooking. I have three years cooking experience. I have two years cooking. Or people that have no cooking experience. Yeah. Say, I've always wanted to cook, and this would be a great opportunity for me to come work at a restaurant. 
And I'm sorry, but I need to throw somebody on the line and we got to rock and roll. Right. Um, you want to come work. And your... throwing them on the line is actually cooking. It's not opening bags and putting them into right. a deep fryer or opening something and boiling it. Right. Or, you know, it's not like that. I mean, that's not our type of restaurant. Right. You want your first job in a restaurant, come as a bus person or a prep cook and see what you like and see where you want to go. And nobody first... wants to start at the bottom. Nobody no. wants to start as the sweeper, you know, as as I joke around and say, nobody wants to start out as a dishwasher, right? Yep. I mean, they all want to be what was what was the that highest. what was that funny thing I read to you? A person applied to us. Uh, oh, eight. you actually sent it I to sent me it and I thought it was said, really funny. Yes. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to open it because people on their on their resumes, this is one thing that on their people's resumes if they work for a place for a month, they put it on their resume. I'm like, a month shows nothing except that you can't hold a job. That proves to me you can't hold a job. And all these people put one month here, two months there, three months there. And you I don't have, know if you ever sent it to and me. And you have like six jobs over the course of a year mm. or two years. I'm like, okay, I'm hiring somebody. Writing's on the wall. I'm hiring somebody who's literally going to stay with us two months, if that, and be gone. So this person... Put, yeah, I don't I don't have a person it. listed a fast food chain. It listed McDonald's <laughs> on, on their resume on Indeed. I thought you sent it to and me. And they worked there for two days, it said. Worked here for two days. Um quit because the manager insulted a customer, and then the manager hid behind me and the customer yeah. got irate, so I quit. <laughs> for two days like that, don't even put that on your resume. Right. Like don't even a month. Don't even put it on your resume. Like that's your little secret that you work somewhere. We have people applying that have no work experience in the last year, year and a half. I'm like, questions I'm asking, like, what so have where, you been doing? What have you been doing? Like, like, what have you been doing? Yeah. And a lot of people still aren't working. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, I find it, it's crazy. I don't really know what the answer is. Um, we just keep brainstorming every yeah. day. We're brainstorming. So what do, what do we want to accomplish in the restaurant this year? Like, what are some of our big goals? You know, big goal is to get a chef in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I would say that's probably one of our big goals. I mean, we have a bunch of big goals, right? I mean, I, I have a whole list in my, you know, you I have I a keep lot of a list. personal goals and, and business goals. I have a lot of goals this year, um, which is unusual for me to have so many. But every time I think of something, I just write it down, um, whether it's big or small. Um, you know, I would like to, um, I, I'd like to travel more obviously, but that's not really a restaurant goal, but I'd like to get our sales up. Uh, you know, oh, I'd like to, I, I'd like to lower our labor cost. Um, that's a big one, but you know, as minimum wage increases, you can't raise your prices as much as you really have to, to cover right. All of those things. New York State just took another wage increase. Another wage increase. And it's tough to cover our. I mean, we're. I we had to go. We had to go through our menu, and we had to raise prices again, based upon an increase of labor. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't even because the food increased. That was just because of labor. And food increases every week too. Oh my god! You know, every time we're turning around, food is increasing. So I think we have to be a little bit more um, creative um, in our menu, which I think you're doing a really great job at. Um, and finding things that we can get what we need to for each dish, right? right? And right. and charge. Like what I we need drove. To. I drove to Jersey City a couple of weeks. Not Jersey City, the other city down there. Newark, 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 Newark. I drove to Newark a few weeks ago to stock up on a bunch of things from this 
the sale that was happening octopus frozen octopus there was a bunch of things lamb shanks there was a big sale going on with one of our distributors and they don't one and they don't really distribute up here so we get a little discount for going down there and i literally stocked up and like octopus half the price of what we would buy it from a regular distributor same quality i think better quality than what i better quality better quality. better quality yeah and it was literally half the price it took me four hours out of no, my it day took whole day it took my whole it day well, i stopped for lunch whole, well it ended up taking your whole day yeah. yeah no matter what way you look at it it took your whole it took day took my whole day your whole day was gone whole day was gone but, so and you don't have that luxury to be gone for for that long I don't. so so it's a give and take sometimes and we've saved a thousand fifteen hundred dollars on 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 a, on a meat bill right um and but that but that money right there you know hopefully will make you what you make need us to, to help cover to cover more expenses the higher expenses and the other things that are offset with mm -hmm. a high food cost and a funny thing i was looking at buying truffles and i was going back and forth to truffles and truffles and oregon truffles we used to buy oregon truffles in colorado i used to pay 90 dollars a pound for white oregon truffles I looked online. I, there's some one of my Facebook friends sells white truffles from Oregon, so I messaged her and said, "Hey, how much are, how much are truffles delivered to New York?" And um, she said six hundred dollars. And I said six hundred. I'm thinking to myself six hundred. Twenty five years ago, they were ninety dollars. Six hundred and twenty dollars. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. Twenty years ago. Twenty, oh, 20 years, years ago, it was they were ninety dollars. And that's not you know a pandemic thing. That's just things just going up and up and up. Yeah. But you don't realize, like, like a ninety dollar that's increased six times. Like, we could never. You couldn't in, get we that. We could we could never take a dish that was ten dollars, ten dollars charge twenty years ago and charge sixty dollars for right, these days. Right. You just you couldn't do it. But we're facing ingredients like a lot of these ingredients are double the price of what they were. Cooking oil is double the price. Olive oil is double the price. Mm -hmm. All this stuff is double the price. There's no way we can go through our menu and say we have to double the price on things. Chicken, everything. At one point, right. chicken wings were outrageous. And and um, so the challenge is, challenge is budgeting. So, what, so, do you, so what do you think one of your goals for our restaurant is? Well, so one of my big goals was to decrease the inventory here. Okay. On decrease the inventory. And I said to you the other day, it's so nice. Nice, yeah. Walking into the cooler, going into the freezers, and having lots of room now, and seeing, seeing like 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 everything we have and right there, and so I'm, we're already accomplishing that goal. We shortened the menu down because I wanted to do some different executions in the kitchen. I like the sous vide stuff. So my goal is to keep the menu really fresh, smaller, rotate inventory through. I mean, we decreased inventory already by five six thousand dollars and it, it feels really good to go in and see that wow yeah that that decrease of, in, in, yeah. of inventory um you know i want to keep growing the bar program at the restaurant i mean i would like to train a little bit more train 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 right like mm -hmm. get get our staff on our platform yeah right we have a great training program but i want to develop the bar more we just got awarded top 10 restaurants uh bars to drink at in the in hudson valley for yelp and our agave spirits, our tequila stuff. I want to keep doing events. Every time we do a tequila tasting, a wine tasting, every yeah. time we do these, we get a good crowd and we get people that spend money and we develop this loyal following mm -hmm. from a lot of this stuff. 
but if I'm in the kitchen, I can't and be do doing all of that. So I need to leverage more salespeople mm-hmm. to come and help me with these tastings and do these. So yeah, um, those are some big goals. Yeah. So Whis- we haven't done a whiskey tasting so- in over a, a, a decade. Yeah. So we're thinking outside the box, right? So we have to think outside the box to bring people in. And I think a whiskey tasting, I think that's one of our big goals for this year. We used to do more tastings. We've done, we used to do a couple whiskey tastings yeah. a year, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I want to definitely increase our merchandise sales, our shirts. And it's something I want to go over you with our shirts. I want to give the staff compensation for selling stuff. I don't care if we don't even make money from selling a shirt, a hat, give the profit to the staff, do something over the compensation program for staff. And that that's one of my goals as well. So you have a list. I have a list. Yeah. I think the most important thing in any restaurant, in any businesses, you have to keep moving forward. You always have to be thinking and thinking and thinking and changing and uh, fitting the times. Mm. I think that's also, you know, a big thing that restaurants need to do. And, you know, read, you know, I have a magazine on my desk that just says the trends for 2024. And that's my goal for tonight is to see what the trends are going towards and where people are going. And I, I have to say, I bet Mezcal and Tequila is in there. Um, I guarantee you mezcal and tequila is in there. I think we kind of seem to be on the the forefront of, of the horizon all the time. And so we're a little ahead of that. Um, I would love to see more bars in our area carry better wines, better spirits. You know, I think that that would be awesome as well, yep. you know, to help train and, yep. and do that. So. I want to do more consulting for restaurants, yep. help, help. I want to develop. We were actually asked today to consult. Yep, call so, yep. I consulted a restaurant in Brooklyn recently mm-hmm. on on their tequila menu. Mm-hmm. Um, help, I, and I've been doing this for so long. I was able to do literally in 30 minutes. But most people take, take a week. A week yeah. or, year, or six months to really plan. Because I know the vendors. I know mm-hmm. the products. I know everything. I, I yeah. So that was very easy for me to do. That was a lot of fun. I like to do more of that. Yeah. Um, there's something else I wanted, I wanted to throw in the mix here. We'll keep talking. I'm almost done with this episode. Well, excellent. So well, we like to keep these episodes short. Yes. 20 minutes max. I think or, we're a little over 20. We're probably a little bit over 20. Yeah. So. so but we, you know, we appreciate you listening to us. And right. you know, we rant and rave and we talk and we we talk real time stuff. Like yep. our love for our business is so great. Our passion is so great. And our hustle is even people say to us all the time, I don't know how you do what you do. Right. So so one of the things that I did recently talking about learning and, and keep learning mm-hmm. and growing, I went to AI, chat GPT. I do write, I like write Sonic too. And I said, you know, you round up all the best food YouTube channels that are run or, or food channels that are by professional chefs that are in the professional chef realm, not like a Martha Stewart or like a home cook, but I want to know people like Rick Bayless, who I watch all the time. I don't know people like that. Mm-hmm. Who are the other ones in this industry that have YouTube channels that are doing stuff? And I've been, YouTube's a great way to learn. And I watch a lot of, you consume a lot of YouTube and I've watched a lot of Rick Bayless. I watch a lot of other chefs. There's this one channel called Sous Vide Everything. The guy's amazing. I want to find more channels like that, but mm-hmm. I can learn more. I like that. So that's was one thing I did. And I have a whole list in Google Drive. And I'm going through and I'm subscribing to those YouTube channels to start watching That's some, awesome. some cool videos on that. That's awesome. 
So well, excellent. And you know, we didn't have this 20 years ago. No, we, we did not. Like There's a lot of things we didn't have, which helps make things better and easier. I mean, you can see all our, your books back mm -hmm. here, right? You used to sit and read these books. Right. Now you can go on online and pick up just about anything and, right. and Google anything. Exactly. Right. And see what, what, um, what's out there. So, yep. All, all right, right, folks. This is Jamie and Marcus. Go to restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity or 50mistakes.com. Get our free book over there. Lots of cool things on how to run a restaurant. Lots of video, lots of content over there. And we are going to be launching, relaunching that platform, the coaching platform at a really reduced price. In fact, we might even give a free course out there for restaurant owners on wine and stuff to train their staff and things like that. I've been, been working with a business business um Not coaching business coach yeah business coaching buddy and we're, we're willing to develop that platform to help other restaurateurs awesome in this realm and of course i'll be speaking in vegas yes on this topic yeah so yep so all right love passion hustle restaurant growth secrets um and of course our our restaurant aromatime t-h-y-m-e bistro.com everybody have a great day